Well, hello world, and welcome to Confluence, the lifestyle where confidence meets influence. I'm your host, Charlie Marcole, and I'm so glad you joined in today. We will talk about so many exciting things, so stay tuned. I'm so happy you're here. What's up, Confluencers? Welcome back to Season 2, Episode 2. I have missed you, and I know you're probably wondering what's going on with me. What have I been going through? A lot. What else can I handle? A lot. How much have I missed you? A lot. Yes, a lot has happened since we last talked. I went to ATL for the Fearless Arthur Tour. I met some beautiful people doing amazing things. I even connected with some courageous souls and interviewed some bosses in the business and in the game, which made my soul happy. My body was there, but my heart was in Dallas. And it breaks my heart to tell you my granny, my last living grandma, gained her wings. As soon as I landed from ATL, I immediately rushed up to Dallas to be by her side before she went into slumber, the long sleep. Man, I'm going to miss that lady, but she gained her wings. She was a sweet, feisty, God-fearing, Dallas cowboy-loving, praying, cooking, tell it like it is, sister. I'm going to miss her wisdom. And if I wasn't anything to anybody, I was everything to her. And I promise I would keep the legacy going and make her proud. I've gained another angel, y'all. So rest well, Granny. You are present tense. You are missed. And I'm going to keep your legacy going and make you proud. Your wings were ready, but my heart wasn't. And no matter how I tried to slice it and dice it, I still couldn't wrap my mind around it. I knew it was coming. I just didn't know it was going to be that soon. So pray for me, Confluencers, as I adjust to my new normal. Because in my mind, this ain't normal. You know, for the last 40 years... I've had my grandmother. I can't think of of a time in my life where I couldn't go see my granny, call my granny, or talk to my granny. And so I promise, you know, because sometimes death can make us slide down a slippery slope. But I promise to remember my grandmother in the happiest of ways. And she used to tell me all the time to watch, fight, and pray and I promise to keep doing that until my dying day I hope all is well in your world and you're taking advantage of the cool weather we are officially at the end of October and that means that the holiday season is around the corner but so is cold weather baby it has come in and snapped on me and I am not ready I think arthritis is trying to ease into my life like he belongs here. And I'm not claiming that in the name of Jesus. Arthur and writers, you got to go. Baby, you cannot live here. 
And y'all, y'all should see me in the morning. I am like a car. I have to warm up before I do anything. I remember a time in my life where I could jump up and go. But now it's like a real slow boogie. But I have to get ready for this holiday season. And I've made a commitment to celebrate bigger and harder because my granny loved the holidays. She loved the cook. She loved family over. She loved noise. She loved to communicate. Like, you know, like, have you ever met a person that always has something to say? That was my granny, baby. She loved to talk. And, but most of all, her favorite holiday was Thanksgiving. So I'm going to bring friends giving back. It's returning, but I'm thinking of a twist. So stay tuned for that. I know that this holiday season is going to be hard. So I must surround myself with people that genuinely love and care about me. So what about you? Let's talk about your holiday plans. I would love for you to share them with me and your best holiday family story. So chime in. I want to hear from you. I hope you had the opportunity to listen to episode one of season two with Raheem Devon and Sean Martin with a few more interviews sprinkled in there. Have you noticed that I'm bringing the experience to you like I am out in the streets talking to these bosses, these entrepreneurs, these sheroes? And I've gotten some good feedback saying that you like that. Me too. Because I want you to hear these men and a few women in the work and what actually drives their passion. I hope that it gives you some inspiration because it's all about lifting as we climb to connect a community of women. I wanted to change our narrative. I wanted to yank that pen out of other people's hand so we could tell our story. The good, the bad, the indifferent, and the hard truths. I am facing a lot of hard truths. But when I tell people, they're like, wow, wow. There's so much power in storytelling. So don't be afraid to tell and share your story. With that being said, some big things happen in Atlanta that I can't wait to share with you. But I am finalizing. But when I tell you that an angel, and maybe it was my grandmother that followed me the whole process while I was in Atlanta, an angel covered me. An angel touched my mouth so I could have the right things to say. But it's some big things underway. So stay tuned for that. Confluentially speaking, it is some women out here doing confluence type things. Yes, they are. Okay. So I visited Slutty Vegan in ATL. Now I must put Gangster Vegan on the list. This breast cancer survivor was determined to make it happen. Have you heard of Tania Yarbrough? I want you to remember her name. Anyway, She's a breast cancer survivor who wanted to accomplish the dream of opening her plant-based restaurant two weeks before her mastectomy. Now, Tania Yarbrough wasn't going to let her dreams of opening a plant-based restaurant in Baltimore be led astray 
not even by cancer. She kicked cancer right in the butt. She's turning cancer into can't, sir. There's no doubt that breast cancer diagnosis will change your life forever. But when you are determined to make your mind up and make your dream happen, there's nothing that can stop you. And now this cancer survivor turned entrepreneur has officially opened her doors in Baltimore this September. So check out Slutty Vegan as well as Gangster Vegan. Gangster Vegan is owned by a breast cancer survivor. As you know, October is Breast Cancer Awareness Month. Breast cancer is one of the most common kinds of cancers in women. About one in eight women born today in the United States will get breast cancer at some point. The good news is that most women can survive breast cancer if it's found and treated early. A mammogram, the screening test for breast cancer, can help find breast cancer early when it's easier to treat. National Breast Cancer Awareness Month is a chance to raise awareness about the importance of finding breast cancer early. Make a difference and let's spread the word about mammograms and encourage our community, organization, families, and individuals to get involved. While I was in Atlanta, I had the opportunity to interview Aaron Nixon of the American Cancer Society and a few fellows with the Real Men Wear Pink campaign. They had a real cute pop-up event at Slutty Vegan Restaurant. The proceeds from the pop-up went to support the research and the search for the cure for this disease. Instead of cancer, let's call it can't, sir. Let's go and listen to Aaron and the guys about their cause. What's up, everybody? I have found another Delta running things here in ATL. Her name is Erin Nixon, and we are about to talk about the American Cancer Society. Hey! Hi, Sarah! So tell everybody about this event today. So I'm here today on behalf of the American Cancer Society with the Real Men Wear Pink campaign. Real Men Wear Pink in Atlanta is challenging about 26 or 27 Atlanta (laughs) businessmen, civic leaders, industry leaders to raise a minimum of $10,000 for breast cancer research and initiatives. They need to be able to help spread awareness about our mission and resources. And then, obviously, since it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month, they need to commit to wearing pink every single day. So today we are at Slutty Vegan. Everyone in Atlanta knows about Slutty Vegan. And in our effort to make sure we're reaching everyone in Atlanta, we have partnered with them and we're sharing information about our resources available. Um, So right now, um, some folks don't know that American Cancer Society We're more than just the Making Strides Against Breast Cancer Walk. We're more than just the Relay for Life. Those one-time events are great for building community, but at a time when people need it the most, when they're impacted by cancer, we need to make sure that they know of a reliable, science-based, fact-based resource. And that's what we are. So we provide a a 24-hour-a-day, seven-day-a-week hotline that is available to anyone, free, no charge, 1-800-ACS-2345. 
A lot of folks don't know we also provide free lodging. So if you have a Hope Lodge in your community and you live more than 40 miles away from your treatment center, and getting back and forth is a strain. The hotels are too expensive. You can stay at a Hope Lodge or a visiting or a partnering hotel absolutely free of charge. That is due in large part to donations from people like the patrons here at Slutty Vegan. Um, also in a city like Atlanta where you're pretty much bound to having a vehicle, some folks don't have that. We don't want a lack of transportation to be a hindrance from anyone getting to their treatment. So we have a program called Reach to Recovery where we will pair them with a volunteer driver to make sure that they get to and from their treatment every day. So there's a lot of resources available. Folks just don't know about it. And with some of the disparities, especially in our minority communities, it's important that we get this message out there because while the mortality rate for breast cancer is declining, it's not declining for all ethnicities. So we're out here reaching some of our black and brown brothers and sisters to say, we are here for you. <laughs> okay. It's a pink it. card. I it. They I'm, have committed to it. it. They it's have committed to the cause. Yes, way. we love the commitment to cause. So let's talk about statistics. So, how many women do you think breast cancer affects? Well, um, the latest research in our statistics show that there's an estimated 268,000 women and 2,600 men that will be diagnosed with U.S. with breast cancer in the U.S. Um, and of those, about 41,000 women will die this year from breast cancer. So the numbers are staggering, but they echo the need for increased awareness of the resources available, as well as donated funds to support research. Wow. Where can people find out more information if they want to help the cause and kick cancer in the butt? Right. The easiest place to go is cancer.org. From there, you can find events that are taking place in your local community such as the strides or the relay for walk you can find information about how to volunteer and help out your community um, and you can get information about specific cancer diagnoses so around the clock cancer.org is your go-to resource Wow and the best thing to do if you detect that you have cancer what would you suggest if you feel like there might be something going on with your body, reach out to your primary care physician immediately. Don't wait on it. Don't see if you think it might change. The minute you notice a symptom, go. But in order to do that, you have to become familiar with your body. Know when things feel a little bit off and take action. The best cure is preventative medicine. Thank you so much. Thank you so much, Y'all, this is Charlie Marcole reporting live from Slutty Vegan and ATL. What's up, everybody? This is your girl, Charlie Marco with Blessed Beats. I am here in Atlanta, Georgia, in front of Slutty Vegan, and I saw this beautiful cause happening. I'm going to let my friend tell you about it. What's up, sir? Tell us about your campaign and why you're here today. Hey, how are you doing today? My name is Dechino Duke, and I am with Real Man Wear Pink. It is a cause. It is a platform to give men a voice, to give men the power to fight against breast cancer because as you know men can get breast cancer as well and we love our ladies so what made you become a part of this campaign so late last year i actually lost my aunt to breast cancer and ever since then i've played more of an active role to ensure that we have the resources to ensure that we have 
the power to fight for this cause. Because my goal is one day I hope that we can eradicate breast cancer and cancer altogether. Yeah, we want to kick cancer. So what are some events that Real Men Wear Pink do? So we do a lot of events, uh, mainly events in the community to help raise money for the cause. And then we also have a Making Strides Against Breast Cancer event coming up October 26th. We hope that you all can be there. We hope that everybody here at Slutty Vegan can be there as well. I would love to see you there. Um, and then we also participated in many more events like Real Men Wear Pink, uh, Relay for Life. A lot of American Cancer Society events that they that they host, we 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 participate in those as well. Tell people where they can find out more information if they want to, you know, become a part of this platform. Okay, it's easy. Go to American Cancer Society. You can Google it. You can search for it. Search for "real man wear pink." We have one in every state. Well, thank you. That's been beautiful. Real men wear pink. And obviously, I just bought a shirt that says, <laughs> Real sluts wear pink. And I'm so excited to wear it for the cause. So I'm out here at Slutty Vegan, and my friend is going to tell me about real men who rock pink. Yes. So tell me what the purpose of this organization is for. Uh, it's to bring awareness to uh, breast cancer and breast cancer awareness. So, you know, every month, every year, the month of October, it's Breast Cancer Awareness Month. And so they put together this thing called Real Men Wear Pink, trying to get men involved in the, uh, the fight against breast cancer. So, yeah. Uh, in Atlanta, I am one of the youngest. Uh, I'm not going to say I'm the most handsome, uh, but uh, I am one of the most youngest and um, one of the very few African Americans in the Real Men Wear Pink campaign this year. And so we're out here in front of Slutty Vegan, uh, having a good time, uh, making sure that people know that uh, they can enjoy their dangerously delicious vegan burgers and support breast cancer awareness. Well, I appreciate you. Thank you yeah, so I much. Give a shout out real quick. I want to give a shout out to my people out there in the struggle. Okay, we're doing a radio interview. Okay. Say hello. Hi. Okay. Here's, 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 I need to unlock my door though. Step back some for me, yeah. little We just got pushed in the back of the line. That's how crazy it is. There's nothing but. It's like a club. I saw somebody offer forty dollars to get into a VIP line, but there's no there's no line to get in. But yeah, as long as you can uh, support breast cancer and breast cancer awareness, uh, you're all right by me. And thank you. I appreciate that. There you have it. Thank you, Aaron, with the American Cancer Society, DeChino, and Joshua for sharing your facts and moments of time with me. It's all about finding a cure. How can we do our job and spread the word about taking steps to detect breast cancer early? Here are just a few ideas. One, ask doctors and nurses to speak with women about the importance of getting screened for breast cancer. You know, when we go to the doctor, we just, we really don't like to hear bad news, but in order for you to get ahead of this disease, you have to ask questions. Questions are imperative. Another thing we can do is encourage women ages 40 to 49 to talk to their doctors about the perfect time when to start getting mammograms. 
I know we talk about it within our community because it's not a great feeling. But again, early detection is key. So it's only for a little while to learn if you need to go into treatment or what your life is going to be like going from this point. So you want to know, don't run from it. And I'm talking to myself as well. And lastly, let's organize events within our community. When we have these brunches and these lunches and launches, let's talk about what that looks like in our community because the face of breast cancer has changed. And we should invite those ladies that's between 50 to 74 in our community to talk about the process, the survivors, what that looks like and why it's important to get a mammogram every two years. Early detection is definitely key, especially within our community, because breast cancer is the most imperative health issue that we're facing as African-American women. And though black women get breast cancer slightly lower, um, studies said like 3% than white women, but our percentage to die is 42%. It's because we are not detecting it early because we can't afford the treatment and because we're not talking about it. And that's an astounding number. And it's indicative to the variety of factors that is reflecting the racial disparities in our community. Let's talk about it, y'all. We're confluencers. We are confident and we influence everything that we do because we want to make an impact in our community. Well, that's it for me this week. Pray for me as I prepare to lay my grandmother to rest. Pray for my strength. Pray for my understanding. And pray that I can push through. I will not. I will not be defeated. And I will not let depression come into my life. I'm having a real vulnerable moment with you, Confluencers. So lift me up and prayer. Until then, be blessed and a blessing to others. See you next week.